This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. 7 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Friday's meeting of the Uvalde, Texas School Board went into executive session, leaving parents of victims of the May 24th massacre in the dark about investigations into police response. Mass shootings all across the U.S. over the weekend, at least four killed and dozens hurt. Thumbs down for President Biden's handling of two big issues important to voters, historic inflation and historic gas prices. This comes on top of low approval ratings. Russia blows up Western military equipment sent to aid war-torn Ukraine while issuing yet another threat to the West should supplies be restocked. A top NYPD official tells the Cats Roundtable right here on 77 WABC, Shootings are down seven weeks in a row. However, new NYPD stats show other crimes are up. The Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Board held its first meeting. That was on Friday night since the May 24th tragedy at Robb Elementary School, where 21 were killed when a gunman opened fire. Superintendent Hal Harrell told parents that the school will remain closed. The board then went into a long closed-door session. The board did not publicly address investigations into the district's police chief, Pat Arandondo, criticized for not sending officers into the classroom where gunman Salvador Ramos was holed up for over an hour. My heart goes out to the families, 19 beautiful children, and we see their faces, and they they were precious. We've got two teachers that... uh, they were heroes on that day. Aaron Dondo was elected to a seat on the city council earlier this year, and he was secretly sworn into office last week after a council meeting was canceled. The U.S. Department of Justice and Texas state officials are investigating police response. Four people were killed, 28 hurt in a series of mass shootings across the U.S. Saturday. Mass shootings reported in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Texas and Arizona, according to the Gun Violence Archive. Three people were killed and 11 injured, for example, in Philadelphia. Lieutenant D.F. Pace with the Philadelphia Police Department told a local ABC station that police encountered several active shooters shooting into a crowd. 14 individuals we know have been struck by gunfire and taken to area hospitals. Three of those individuals, two men and a woman, were pronounced deceased after arrival at the hospital, suffering from multiple gunshot wounds to the body. In Phoenix, a 14-year-old girl was shot and killed and eight others injured after a shooting broke out at a strip mall. The weekend gunfire comes after a series of tragic mass shootings in recent weeks in Buffalo, New York, Uvalde, Texas, and Iowa. 
Low grades for President Joe Biden on his handling of two key issues, inflation and gas prices, compounding sinking approval ratings. An ABC News Ipsos poll, which was published yesterday, finds that only 28 percent of voters said that they approved of Biden's handling of inflation, with just 27 percent approving of how he's handling the rising gas prices. Biden administration Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo spoke with CNN's Jake Tapper. I don't think anyone predicted Putin's war uh, in Ukraine or various other things that have happened that have been unexpected. I still think, uh, you know, we will get inflation under control. We just have to stick with it and see it through. Biden did better within his own party, with 56 percent of Democrats approving of his handling of inflation and 51 percent is saying the same about gas prices. As for the opinion of yet another world leader over in the U.K., British Prime Minister Boris Johnson faces a no-confidence vote later today that could oust him as prime minister. Party official and challenger Graham Brady said he has received enough letters from lawmakers demanding a vote on Johnson's leadership to trigger today's vote. Johnson has been the target of ethics scandals, including what has been dubbed Partygate due to parties at 10 Downing Street during COVID-19 lockdowns. Well, that's the sound of Russia taking aim Sunday at Western military supplies for Ukraine, launching airstrikes on Kiev that it claimed destroyed tanks donated from abroad. Russian President Vladimir Putin warned that any Western deliveries of longer-range rocket systems would prompt Moscow to hit objects that we haven't yet struck. The Russian leader's cryptic threat of military escalation did not, however, specify just what those targets would be. Well, it's been almost two months of steady declines in shootings in New York City. The new stats from NYPD Deputy Commissioner of Intelligence and Counterterrorism, John Miller. He touted his department's efforts, resulting in a steady decline in Big Apple shootings. Miller appeared on the Cats Roundtable with 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. The things that make people feel less safe are not really necessarily violent crime. It's the confrontational person you will see on the street or in the subway. It's the signs of disorder Um, out on the street. And what we're trying to do is attack that on all fronts. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sunshine today, our high 75. Light winds to 10 miles per hour. Mostly clear overnight, the low 64. Another nice day tomorrow with partly sunny skies. The high 77, but breezy winds to 18 miles per hour. Right now, 63. Clear skies here in Manhattan. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Democratic U.S. Senator Chris Murphy out of Connecticut Sunday rejected the idea of getting President Joe Biden involved in his chamber's bipartisan negotiations on gun reform following a spate of devastating mass shootings. However, the senator told CNN change was closer than ever before. We are talking about a meaningful change in our gun laws, a major investment in mental health, perhaps some money for school security that would make a difference on the table is Red flag laws, changes to our background check system to improve the existing system, a handful of uh, other items that will make a difference. And teenage shooters used AR-15 assault rifles in both the Buffalo, New York and Uvalde, Texas massacres. The Wisconsin Department of Justice has identified the man accused of shooting and killing a retired judge before turning the weapon on himself. Police say the shooter also left a hit list 
with names of 13 targets, including Democratic Governors Gretchen Whitmer and Tony Evers and Republican U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell, the Senate Minority Leader. Wisconsin Attorney General John Call Saturday identified the alleged assassin as 56-year-old Douglas K. Udy. Here's Call. So far, the information that's been gathered indicates that it, it was a targeted act and that the targeting was based on uh, some sort of court case or court cases. The shooter remains hospitalized in critical condition. A 68-year-old retired Judge John Romer was found zip-dyed to a chair and fatally shot. Following failed attempts to negotiate with Udy, the Juneau County Special Tactics and Response Team entered the residence and located Romer with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. President Joe Biden is catching heat from a top member of his own party on Sunday after the commander-in-chief failed to rule out a meeting with oil-rich Saudi Arabia leaders in a future trip to that region. Representative Adam Schiff spoke to CBS about Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. I wouldn't shake his hand. This is no. Uh, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't shake his hand. This is someone who butchered an American resident, uh, cut him up into pieces in the, in the most uh, terrible and premeditated way. Uh, and until uh, Saudi Arabia makes a, a radical change in terms of its human rights, uh, I wouldn't want anything to do with him. Schiff called for the ruler to be shunned by the Globe and the president, Bin Salman, or MBS, as he's known, was accused of orchestrating the murder of U.S.-based Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. The crown prince has denied having a hand in the murder, despite American intelligence reports saying he was responsible and ordered the hit. President Joe Biden and his wife, Jill, were forced to flee their Delaware Beach home on Saturday when a small plane entered restricted airspace. Two military jets were scrambled to escort the plane from the restricted airspace. The president remains on track, meanwhile, to take the most vacations out of any president in history. President of Through the Cycle, John Lonsky, weighed in on Fox Business. My first thought is maybe Joe Biden is just too old for the job. So it's maybe time to announce that he's not going to run for re-election. And my second thought would be that this is a sign of the times. Nobody wants to work anymore. Uh, you have a lot of people, they say, on Wall Street that are arguing for more uh, vacation time and shorter work days. Uh, this goes along with that lower labor force participation rate. A preliminary investigation revealed that the small plane entered the restricted airspace above Biden's vacation home. By mistake, there was no threat to the president or his family. Authorities found a box with loaded firearms on a school campus in Parkland, Florida. The discovery less than three miles from the location of the 2018 mass shooting. The guns were found Thursday at Somerset Academy by a Broward Sheriff's Office school resource officer who then passed the discovery on to other investigators, WSVN reported. Manuel Oliver, whose son was killed in the Parkland shooting, spoke to CBS News about the possibility of a gun control law being passed. I like to think that a difference is uh, uh, the result of what we do. Um, I used to think that by electing the right people, that will that will be it and then they will take care of make a difference the incident Um, now i think that we need to get involved as a society and and be the difference this incident took place near marjorie stoneman douglas high school where a mass shooting in 2018 left 17 people dead 17 others injured following an investigation the guns were determined to belong to the school's principal Guyler Castro officials said it was not immediately clear why the administrator brought the weapons to the school 
The school did not issue an alert or notify the parents about the incident until 24 hours later, according to the report. A former NATO commander warned Sunday that the next front in Russia's invasion of Ukraine will likely develop into the Black Sea and that the U.S. will have to help escort grain ships to prevent a global food crisis. Former Admiral James Stavardis was on the Cats Roundtable. Russia has fallen back from its effort to conquer the entire country. That's the good news. But the bad news is that Russia has now subdued about 20 percent of Ukraine and had opened up a 600-mile battlefront. And just to put that in perspective for Americans, this would be like a battlefront running from Washington, D.C. down to uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Ukraine, the world's sixth largest wheat exporter, has blamed Russia for blocking shipments from its Black Sea ports, including Odessa. Ukrainian officials fear that establishing safe corridors to allow for the shipment of its exports could also create a path for Russian warships to attack it. 77 WABC Time Check 515, and that means it's time to head over to Justin Ellick with sports. Hey, Justin. Hello, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Happy Monday. Things just got a little bit more interesting for our New York hockey blue shirts as their Eastern Conference final matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning got a bit tighter following a 3-2 Rangers loss in Game 3 yesterday. Up 2 to nothing in the second period. It looked as if the Rangers might cruise to another victory to push the Lightning to the brink of elimination. But an answer from Tampa Bay in the form of Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos showed New York that taking down the two-time defending champions will be no easy task. Knotted at two with time dwindling in regulation. Tampa's Andre Palat said to heck with overtime and secured the home ice victory. Stamkos, tough angle, left pass saved by Shesterkin of beauty. Hedman, slot, shot, score! Andre Pallott makes it 3-2, Tampa Bay! That call courtesy of ESPN. New York will try and steal game four on the road come tomorrow night's puck drop. Over to the Diamond, where both the Mets and Yankees secured 5-4 wins to wrap up the weekend. The Yankees got their brooms out and secured the sweep of the Detroit Tigers in the Bronx with a walk-off sack fly from Josh Donaldson. That set Bombers fans home happy with the win. The Yanks now sit at 39-15 and overall at the one-third mark of the season, which is good for the best in Major League Baseball since the Seattle Mariners went 42-12. and during that stretch in 2001. They'll try and keep the fairy tale going in Minnesota next with a three-game set with the Twins set to get underway tomorrow night. As for the Mets, they used some late-game uh, late magic as well to get past the Dodgers in L.A., ultimately splitting the four-game weekend set two games a pop. After blowing a two-run lead in the ninth, J.D. Davis stepped up in the tenth to snatch the lead right back and for good. That's lined in the left field, and coming on, Taylor reaches down, can't get it, he boosts it away. Alonzo's going to score. J.D. trying for two. The throw by Bellinger, not in time, and the Mets have the lead back. J.D. Davis with a double to drive in Alonzo, and it's 5-4 New York, and still nobody out. That call courtesy of the great Kerry Cohen. New York is uh, set to take on the Padres next in San Diego. Game one set for 9.40 p.m. tonight. Finally, out of the NBA, the Warriors nodded the finals up at one game apiece with a 107-88 win over the Celtics last night. Game three coming up this Friday evening. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. And here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Sunshine today, our high is 75 
The overnight low 64, partly sunny day tomorrow, the high 77 with light winds 18 miles per hour. Right now, 63 clear skies here in the Big Apple. Filling in for Frank Morano, here's Alex Barnard with your business report. Thanks, Deb. I'm Alex Barnard with your business report. The stock market suffered significant losses on Friday as fears of an economic recession have become more palpable. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial lost 348 points, the Nasdaq lost 304 points, and the S&P 500 lost 68. Abbott Nutrition says it has restarted production at the Michigan Baby Formula factory that has been closed for months due to contamination taking a step toward easing a nationwide supply shortage expected to persist into the summer. The February shutdown of the largest formula factory in the country led to the supply problems that have forced some parents to seek formula from food banks, friends, and doctor's offices. The company said it will take about three weeks before new formula from the plant begins getting to customers. Tesla CEO Elon Musk hit back at billionaire Bill Gates on Tuesday after the Microsoft founder downplayed his attempt to short Tesla stocks Saturday. Musk has recently accused Gates of not being serious about fighting climate change because he made a, quote, half-billion-dollar bet against Tesla. Gates argued he had put more money toward climate change than Musk or anyone else, to which Musk replied, quote, sigh. An unprecedented gush of income tax revenue is flowing into the federal government, driven in part by investors and business owners, and the size and speed of the increase has surprised even the nation's fiscal policy experts. According to the Congressional Budget Office, individual income tax collections are poised to reach $2.6 trillion, or 10.6% of the economy in the fiscal year that ends September 30th. That is up from 9.1% in 2021 and would mark a record in the 109-year history of the tax, topping the war tax receipts of 1944 and the dot-com boom of 2000. With your business report, I'm Alex Barnard, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Alex. And Frank will be back tomorrow. And looking at futures right now, the Dow Jones up 272 points at 33,160. S&P 500 up 45 points. NASDAQ has increased 185 and a quarter points. Gold's up $3.80 an ounce at $1,854. Crude oil up 37 cents a barrel at $119.42. And Amazon shares will begin trading around the $122 level today following the retail giant's 24 one stock split approved by shareholders last month. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's the WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Illegal weed sales will continue in the Big Apple, according to the New York City Mayor Eric Adams. He vowed not to be heavy-handed on illegal weed sales prior to the legalization of pot. That happens later this year. Adams made the pledge at the Cannabis World Congress, and business event that was held at the Jacob Javits Convention Center on Friday. CWCBC CEO and show director Christine Iannuzzi spoke to Cheddar News. We're seeing a lot of new entrants. We're seeing... 
uh, people interested for licensing, especially because there'll be licenses being offered. It was quite um, a risk on our part. And when you build a marketplace, when you help to build an industry and build a marketplace, that's what you do. You plant the flag, you build it, and people come. As the state has worked to get the licensing mechanics off the ground, dozens of unlicensed weed selling operations have surfaced in the Big Apple. Times Square, for example, in the city is one area that has seen an influx of cannabis trucks. In late March 2021, former Governor Cuomo signed legislation that legalized the sale of recreational marijuana for adults 21 and over. And that licensing system kicks off later this year. New York's current governor, Kathy Ockel, has spent some $2 million in taxpayer money to renovate a spacious state-of-the-art executive office in her hometown of Buffalo, New York. The landlord, according to documents that were obtained by the New York Post, is developer Samuel Savarino of Savino Companies, who donated almost $63,000 to Hochul's campaign. Earlier this year, the governor used $600 million in taxpayer money $850 million in state funds and money from the NFL, a part of a 30-year deal to build a new stadium for the Buffalo Bills. Her husband has a major stake in the venue, being the lead culinary provider for the stadium. It was a move that received bad polls, and here's what Hochul had to say back in March. This was a case where it was pulled. Uh, people tend to like what's in their area, not what's outside their area. But I feel it was a good deal for the taxpayers. We worked hard to get that accomplished, and uh, as a result, the Buffalo Bills will be here and 10,000 jobs, which are critically important to this region. So the governor's uh, digs in Buffalo are located at 95 Perry Street in Buffalo's historic Cobblestone District and also includes a rooftop garden. Hochul heavily favored to win the Democratic primary on June 28th. The New York State Assembly wrapped up business Saturday heading into summer break. Lawmakers worked late into Friday night and into Saturday morning to take up remaining bills. Assembly Speaker Carol, Carl Hasty announcing the chamber passed the Green Chips Bill, which would incentivize semiconductor manufacturers to build new factories in New York State. And they also moved on Alyssa's Law. Alyssa's Law is named in honor of Alyssa Al-Hadef, who was shot and killed in the Parkland shooting in 2018. Lori Al-Hadef, Alyssa's mother, spoke to CBS 6 in Albany. It means to me so much to honor my daughter, Alyssa, who was tragically killed at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. But also I know that this is a layer of safety that will help to protect our kids and make our schools safe. The law would require school district safety teams to consider the installation of a panic alarm system to silently alert law enforcement in the event of a life-threatening or emergency situation. Alyssa's law now heads to the governor's desk for her signature. Parents and teachers are sounding the alarm, meanwhile, about more dangerous conditions in classrooms that are blamed on a progressive push, softening school discipline that has caused a big decline in student suspensions. Suspensions of five days or more have plunged more than 42 percent from the fall of 2017 to the fall of 2021, or 14,502 compared to just 8,369, according to the Department of Education data. Stevie Vargas of the Alliance for Quality Education spoke to ABC7 about suspensions last November. We see it with over-policing of our communities. We see it with the school-to-prison pipeline, and it's being reflected in our school system with the overuse of suspensions. We know the longer a student is out of school, the less likely they are to return to school and graduate. 
As suspensions declined, taxpayer money allocated to what's called restorative justice, a system that sends badly behaving students to mediation, increased by $1.3 million back in February of this year. Black and Hispanic kids historically are suspended more often than their peers, according to a report that was done in the year 2021. Your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Sunshine today, our high 75, the overnight low 64, partly sunny day tomorrow. The high 77 with light winds to 18 miles per hour. Right now, 63 clear skies here in the Big Apple. Well, Alec John, such a bassist and one of the founding members of John Bon Jovi has died. He was just 70 years old. The Grammy Award winning band announced such as Death Sunday with a heartfelt tribute on Twitter. They did not, however, disclose the cause of death. The band also shared a video tribute featuring a live performance of their 1988 song Blood on Blood. The tribute was cut with photos and footage from over years of such with his bandmates, including singer John Bon Jovi and keyboardist David Bryan. Born November 14, 1951 in Yonkers, New York, such was tapped by Bon Jovi and Bryan to form the band back in 1983. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.